How you folk, how you guys, gals, and non-binary pals doing tonight? I don't know how to do this, and for some reason, Brett isn't here, so I guess we're just gonna stand around until he decides to fucking show up. Hey! This fucking guy. It's not legal. Not at Sorry. my fucking show. I was busy. I was out there earthing a little bit. I wanted to make sure all of my negative ions were out of my body before we got started here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We are Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Hope you enjoyed that Bluetooth-screwed version of the uh, live song, the theme song there. Uh, we've been doing it now for seven years out of Columbus, Ohio. We love coming to Chicago. We got a star-studded affair tonight. I know Ryan, one of the cops from our Facebook group, is here. We've got. I uh, hired him, by the way, as a cop, so you can be mad at me. Not he actually is the nicest of the cops because he was like, "You want me to tell some people about the Street Fighters group and help them get in?" And I was like, "Nah, don't tell them that shit." <laughs> Uh, we, we love it here. Uh, we actually got started with, uh, with the hissing so here in Chicago. So if we mention anybody you don't like or anything that makes you mad, feel free to boo and hiss. That's a lot of big part of the show. It's a lot so of let's try it out. Let's try it out real quick. Look at this guy without his shoes on. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's remind him what the law says about it on three. One, two... Three, barefoot is legal everywhere and anywhere you want to be. Don't buy into that Madison Avenue shoe business. <laughs> Hang upside down from a tree like you were meant to be. Um, we Makes also... me sick. I'm just up here. I'm sickened by the whole thing. I threw up before the show, actually. I saw it. Yeah, he was there. I, I took a bunch of fucking kratom. Like, just, like, I was just like, you know what? You take some Kratom, you get the fucking brain juices moving around, and instead, it went and got my tummy juices moving around. I've actually seen some of the finest podcasters of our generation take Kratom in the Mavis Staples throne in the green room. Uh, who else here? Linzetta, Lindsay Martin is here. You know her? Give her a round of applause. She's the best. She did our show last time. She got banned from Twitter for threatening a white supremacist. So, uh, There's a couple of psychonaut teens in the building right now. Yeah, just a big round of applause for the LSD teens. They're, they're the real heroes out here. We have the official teen of Street Fight Radio, Gwen Quinby over here. The whole family is here. Zoe has been on the show before. And the wives that make it happen, Katie and Erica, are absolutely here. Also, also, another get, another person we didn't even expect to be here, Brett. We, he didn't want us to mention that, actually. Okay, well, there's a person here that you're not supposed to know is here, but he's here, and I'll say he's free. Just that, we'll leave it at that. He's not in jail. Uh, 
Uh, we also have tonight special guest Ambria Taylor from the Season of the Bitch podcast. We, we also prepared some uh, boss write-ups here that we have on the floor, so we'll be going through some of those, see what y'all have to say about management. I think a lot. So, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I fucking love the hissing. It feels so 1920s to me. Yeah. It's like, we should be up here saying, my wife, she flew in here. <laughs> Boy, are her arms tired. I tell you, she's dumb. <laughs> That's always, whenever the, like, I watched all of Boardwalk Empire, but all I remember <laughs> is they panned across a casino once, and there was a comedian standing there saying, I say my wife is dumb. And <laughs> these fucking people in this audience were losing their fucking minds over it. And I'm like, damn, why wasn't I a comedian in the 20s? <laughs> Shit. Uh, we have enjoyed Chicago so far. Um, Angry city. Y'all got to get some little bit. Like, just... <laughs> we sell CBD at the Street Fight store, and it might calm y'all's nerves a little bit. You might not have to yell at people all the time. I'm not used to it. I've been back in Columbus for, like, two years now. And so we're strolling down the street, just, you know, down the sidewalk, taking our time, taking it all in. And I can feel people behind me just, like, dancing, like, running in place, trying to get around and just, like, I got to get there. I have somewhere I need to be. My life depends on it. We tried I also, to... I, I'm sorry, threatened to fight somebody in traffic, too. <laughs> I'll fucking fight you! That's what I said. I'll fucking fight you. He turned on y'all. You guys turned him into a violent man. This is a man without shoes on that drank... What's that shit you drank before the show? Matcha kava some shit? Yerba mate. Yerba mate. Oh, yeah. That's my people. Gets him fired up. That yerba mate gets him fucking fired up. He's ready to fight everybody. Shit. Yeah, man. We saw a guy today. Like We, we went to the Navy Pier like all good idiot tourists do. <laughs> I was like, I needed to see the Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory. <laughs> Shit. We don't have those where we come from. Yeah. Nobody wants to go there. We don't have a Margaritaville to waste away in. This is too much. That place is fucking crazy. Like, we don't usually. Well, basically, here's how it ends up. Every time we do a, a tour, the day of the show, we lay in the room with the blackout curtains pulled until 4 p.m. And then we peek our head out and drink a smoothie and then go to the show and do it. <laughs> then we always comment on the city, like, this fucking city is crazy. It's like, I haven't been outside of the hotel, though. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. I, I would be lying to you if I said we came to Chicago to do this show, though. That we would be a lie because we bought wrestling tickets. <laughs> And here, here's the thing. This is, for all of you that don't know, the greatest scam in the world is an LLC. Because if you can say that you're working, you can do anything you want. So <laughs> it was like, oh, we're going to go to All In. We got these tickets for this wrestling show. What if we booked a show and the business played for the hotel room? <laughs> we just mentioned it on the show. We just paid for it right now. Yeah. This is tax-free tickets. 
That was a fun show. You, I mean, uh, it was fucking an hour away. They kept advertising. We got this big show in Chicago, <laughs> and we fucking drove an hour to get there. And was like, this is not Chicago. This doesn't feel like it. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, Hoffman Estates or Schomburg. We were in Schomburg. Wow. So somebody covered their fucking mouth immediately and like gasped when you said that. They saw a ghost went through their body. It's because that's that's where all the cool people are from, mm -hmm. I think. Is that where all you guys grew up and you're mad now at it? Like <laughs> It's kind of the same. We have those in Ohio, too. Yeah, but, I mean, really, we, uh, we had the best experience just navigating the arena because we're not one to go and sit and just watch the thing like you're supposed to. That's, the, that's a trap, right? That's what boring people do. That's what fucking marks do. They sit in their seat and they just watch the show. It's like, what the fuck? There's got to be something else going on in this arena. <laughs> Yeah, we're just trying to see what everyone else who isn't watching wrestling is doing. Maybe there's a better indie show in the parking lot. I got, I got, I, I mean, like, I hate to get ripped off, you know? But at a wrestling show, it's kind of like, hey, is this supposed to rip me off? You know? Like, <laughs> I get it. I paid. So I'm like, I, we didn't eat before we went because people don't eat at 3 p.m. that do drugs, usually. <laughs> But fuck, his stomach's got to settle before I can get started. I got to fucking push start my body. <laughs> so we're, we're like, we're, we're like uh, well, I'm fucking hungry one minute into the show. <laughs> get up and fucking frustrate everybody that's sitting with us. I almost fucking, if you watch the broadcast, you came dangerously close to seeing me roll into the ring about a hundred times because the aisles were so thin. Yeah, you're not very graceful when it comes to walking in front of people. It's either going to fall on somebody's head or sit in somebody's lap the whole fucking night. But uh, I go out there and I'm like, oh, man, I'll get a pretzel and cheese. and Because uh, that's all they fucking had for some reason. They were like, we got pretzels and we got cheese and we got... Uh, Sierra Mist, and I fucking paid $6 for the pretzel without any salt on it, and then they fucking charged me $3 for the cheese. Uh, thank you. And then, and then, $6 for the Sierra, well, okay, that was a weird thing. Sierra <laughs> Twist, right? Yeah, I, was like, I was like, hey, do y'all got like a 7-Up or something like that? And they were like, we got Sierra Twist. And I was like, you mean Sierra Mist? And she was like, I said Sierra Twist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And then she handed me the can, and she was, I was like, it, I wanted to be like, it says Sierra Mist on the can, but I didn't because I was afraid of the workers at this show. Yeah, they, they had agency. They had class consciousness. The workers <laughs> at All In had class consciousness, let me tell you. <laughs> There's a guy. There was a guy that was the usher. He was just supposed to tell people where the seats are at. We wanted to go vape. And so we walk up and we're like, hey, where's the smoking area? And he goes, <laughs> hey, I, I don't fucking know. He, he just looked offended that we were like, he's the seat guy. He knows where the seats are at. He looked mad at me for asking him. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I asked for that. I put that out into the world. So <laughs> yeah, and we, so then we ended up outside. Uh, 
and it's raining, pouring. It was yesterday, so y'all, I don't know if y'all got that or not here in cool Chicago, but out in Schaumburg. Out in, out in Schaumburg, it was like a big dark cloud rolled over and rained all over us. And so just, we get the same vibes as you guys did, really. Yeah. It was pouring, and there's an awning. There's just an awning. And there's already like six people smoking that are standing there. So we all squeeze in. You know how it is, like camaraderie real quick. Like we wanna, we're going to do this despite the weather, that type of thing. And all of a sudden, this fucking angry Santa Claus just rolls out. He's in, like, everybody else is in red polos. He's wearing a green one. He says, everybody has to get back 15 feet from the door. You can't be here. And kicks us out into the rain. He, he like, looked us in the eye. Yeah, he, like, <laughs> stared. Like, we're standing there just, like, angrily, like, ugh, fuck you. I love this now. We and he's did. just, he, and then he, and then, so then he grabs an employee and he's talking like this, you go here and you make sure them st- don't come here and you don't move from here. And I'm like, God damn, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's got to make money. I mean, you can't only work once a month, you know? Yeah, I guess. It means Santa. Well, that's a Chicago Santa. He's mean. He's yelling at everybody. <laughs> mean people. Arr. And so, it's a tough city. So then I, I'm standing out there and I make eye contact with the employee and he is pissed. His arms are crossed and he just looks at me and he makes eye contact quick and he goes go like this, like this fucking guy. <laughs> One of the people in the kitchen comes out and he says the 15 feet and she was like, oh, fuck this guy. Who gives a shit what he fucking says? And then he was, like, screaming and pointing at her until she did what he said. <laughs> so we walk in. We walk in, and there's a whole group of employees just talking shit about that one guy, too. It was terrific. We almost went and stood with him. I'm like, yeah, all right, man. That guy's well, a yeah. fucking asshole. Well, so what happened, guy. the doorman, actually, like, a whole crew of green shirts came out. They were, like, I guess the managers, the green polo. And so... Uh, he just, he, the guy just, I see him like under his breath say, fuck this. And he just slings the door open as hard as he can and hits all of these people with the fucking door and just walks away. So they weren't putting up with anybody's shit yesterday. <laughs> yeah. They were giving the street fight level of service that yeah. we expect to be treated to. It was Brian's like perfect scenario. This is what <laughs> you expect from people at work, really. This is like, I just want a bunch of people that hate their fucking job yeah. serving me and yelling at me. Like, that's... <laughs> I mean, really. Don't lie to me, right? Yeah. The, well, the way that they pay for some of these jobs is like, fuck, that, you paid for that. that. Like, that's what I paid for. I paid to get screamed at by this guy. I fucking deserve it. Yeah. You I'm, know? I'm paying for a $9 pretzel. They should throw it at me. <laughs> Rub my face in the cheese. Dip it on there, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> It was fun, though, man. What a good show. It was a very fun show. It was very good. We just ruined a bunch of people's experiences by getting up and down and thinking there was more fun stuff going on. <laughs> Never anymore. And it was, it, it, we were at an arena for a G League basketball team. So I asked Brett, is there an A, B, C, D, and F? And he said, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, damn. So the Windy City Bulls. Did you guys go see the? Oh, somebody's a fan of the Windy City Bulls. I like it. Nice. So uh, tomorrow is Labor Day. Thank you. Thank you. Look, Labor Day is fucking cool, but this is the wrong Labor Day. 
We all fucking know that, right? The other one that we call Loyalty Day, really, where we show our loyalty. <laughs> yeah, I remember Labor Day was May 1st, and everybody put on masks and said, we're not going to take this shit anymore in the streets. But that's Loyalty Day. That's actually Loyalty Day. You Tomorrow's go, Labor Day. <laughs> tomorrow is Labor Day. This is the Labor Day that includes your boss and the cops. But... <laughs> I agree. Hey, don't come to me. This is just the American Labor Day. What would American Labor Day is definitely not for people that work as like cashiers and stuff like that. Right. Who's working tomorrow? Damn it. Hell yeah. yeah. This is fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck work. Who's getting drunk as fuck now just because they don't have to work? Take care of the bartenders, too. Give them a bunch of fucking money so they invite us back. Come on. <laughs> no, they will. They'll invite us back. I think we already did good, right? Yeah, so far, so good. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, one of the big things right now in labor is that fight for 15. I know that Chicago does a lot for that uh, movement. Are y'all at $15 an hour here? Are you guys at 15 what are you at? You're at 12? That's not 15 at all. That's 12. That's a fucking lower number than 15. I don't like that. I have like a theory of work. Like Marx had this theory of work, right? It's, it's like a, uh, it's, it's, one, it's, it's my idea of we all want $15 an hour. That's what we want the minimum wage to be, right? Which means that your work is worth at least $5 per 20 minutes. So if they're paying you $12 an hour, I don't know the math quite yet. <laughs> like 45 minutes of work, yeah, right? Yeah, you do 45 minutes of work every hour. I don't know what you do with the other 15, but if the boss comes and fucking bothers you about it, all you got to really do is tell them like, oh, uh, you know, maybe, like, maybe the workers would like $15 an hour. Maybe I may give you an hour's worth of work if you give me 15 bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm doing $12 worth of work. And in Columbus, it's seven seventy-five. So you pay me, I'm giving you $7 worth of labor, which for me is like, I, I, I don't even know, going and getting a glass of water for you from the kitchen? <laughs> like that's, I mean, Uber Eats is about that much. Someone drives food to your house. That should be $15 an hour, that Brett. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you get your money. I, I always think about, like, some people might think it sounds sad to take a nap on the toilet when you're at work, but I think it sounds revolutionary. <laughs> Sit down, fight back. <laughs> the toilet is the worker's friend, you know? That they can't do shit if you're on the toilet, right? Yeah. Take a seat on your throne. You're the worker. The, you the, earned the, it. The new striker rat's just a big toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just bring a big toilet outside. Everybody put their hand on the fucking toilet. They can't make you work. The toilet is base, really, in this game of tag we play. <laughs> That's a good place. It's a good place to go. You hide in the bathroom, smell people's duties and stuff. 
What I, so what I used to always do when I wasn't getting paid $15 an hour is that I would steal my way up to $15 an hour. It works. Brett's the brave one. He will hide things under his clothes. Like, you know. Well, yeah, I used to, when I worked at a toy store, I would fill a trash bag full of toys and throw it away and then have my friend come pick it up out of the trash. And we would put... We would put all of those Thomas the Tank engines on eBay. I mean, when I sold leads, I would make private, I, would, I knew who like the sleazy customers were, and I was like, let me get you my cell phone number. And I would s- pull the database, and on off hours, just have them PayPal me money. <laughs> I love that. I was making $15 an hour, though, right? Yeah, so you got up I was, there. I was doing extra work, right? I was doing $15 an hour worth of work. I mean, shit, Street Fight started with you stealing time, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was getting paid not $15 an hour, so I started a podcast. While I was working. <laughs> Dual monitor, right? You know. Yeah, I actually, my time theft wasn't as productive as Brett's, and it didn't make any money. I mostly just slept on my couch all day. <laughs> and then showed up at work at the end of the night and claimed overtime for it. <laughs> yeah, I t- fucking one time, I used to work uh, 8 to 5, which was hell, because, you know, I like to sleep till noon. Eight in the morning. And uh, I, I one time went home at like 3.30. And I was like, I'm just going to catch a quick nap before I go back and drop the truck off and stuff. I fucking woke up at 8 o'clock and was like, oh, shit, man. What am I going to do? I just went in and was like, oh, I got buried in some fucking work out there, guys. Can you believe it? I got four hours of overtime and an excellent nap. Yeah, time theft, that is an easier way to get your money back without, you know, risking any sort of criminal conviction. Yeah, I mean, most of the time... Time thieves, where you at? Where's all my... I love time theft. That's my favorite one. I love, like, re... (laughs) People send us stories so many times. It's like, oh, yeah, man, I work in this warehouse, and there's this little box in the back, and I just take naps in the thing, man. (laughs) Nobody even fucking knows. They're going to end up getting shipped somewhere, and that's going to fucking suck. I, when I was younger, at a few jobs, I had both of my grandparents die. Oh, yeah, of course. I had four grandparents <laughs> die. And when week, I worked week at, off paid, baby. I know. When I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, I fucking, for some, my mom lived in Kansas. I was like, my mom has visitation, so I have to be off every Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> motherfuckers hired me and fell for it. Like... And then every once in a while, they'd be like, Brian, we're in a real bind. We need you on Sunday. I'm like, ugh, I don't know if I can do that, though. I mean, that's, I don't know. I guess I'll do it, but you're messing up my family life here. Not that you fucking care, you piece of shit. I thought you were all about work-life balance. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm about life-life balance. Obviously, my job is just laying around most of the time and then talking about how I lay around most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I did, like, uh, I had, like, a lot of weird fucking, like, bosses and managers and stuff like that, that that were, like, mean Santa Claus that used to yell at me. And, like, I, I remember there was one time where I, like, had these two... I had this real situation with my boss, and he fucking stood at me like this, and he put his head on my head. His name was Randy. If that's, 
He put his hand on my he put his head on my head and we fucking bumped chest like a couple of fucking rednecks on a Saturday morning at a cable company. And that was like one of the times where I was like, well, this is the job for me, probably. This is, this is kind of where I belong, really. A little bit of physical contact to let him know how pissed I am. Yeah, yeah, just fucking, I used to make that guy so mad that he wanted to fight me almost every day. Or one time, he was reading a weather thing. He was like, okay, you know, the winter's coming up and the inclined weather's gonna start soon. I was like, it's inclement, you fucking idiot. <laughs> And I got taken into a room and was like, you can't talk to Randy like that in front of people. How's he going to learn? <laughs> I know, exactly. I was trying to tell him how to fucking read. He's my boss. I want my boss to be able to read better than I do, really. I think I could be good at that. And uh, they wrote me up. But like, my, I love getting written up. Like That's one of my favorite things at a job when they're like, we're going to write you up. And I'm like, am I fired? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, fuck all right, I guess go ahead and write it. I don't know what that means. Nobody ever tells you what written up means, but they'll like fucking hang it over your head and you're just like, all right, okay. Cool, write me. Oh, I'm scared. You got me. We wrote down something bad you did, Brian. We put it in a folder to bring up at your next performance review where we tell you that you don't play softball and participate enough. Well, that's actually, I've also made a good career out of being the worst employee, too. Because He's the fucking king, you know? Like, it helps, uh, helps other people out. Yeah, a lot of you in this room have a Brett employee at your job, or even me employee, and you're like, oh, fucking Tammy doesn't do shit. She's fucking lazy. And she just, they'll never fire her. They don't give a shit. They don't care that she doesn't fucking do anything. And I'm like, always like, Tammy, you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All I have to, I'm not Tammy. I'm just doing Tammy work around here, right? That's all you got to say in your review. I was doing Tammy work. So if you do the math and they're like 80%, you know, like that was a lot of things. 80, you do 80% of your goal, we're going to write you up. I'm like, I don't care if you write me up. But write a fucking book about me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I still get paid. Yeah, as long as I get a check, I don't care what you think. That's Brett. Like Brett was Brett is like the bad worker that brings the standard down to the no, basement. If we know? all start making standard, they're gonna make it higher. Yeah. You gotta pull on that thing and make sure it doesn't go up. You, you should be cutting your shitty... You should be giving your shitty co-workers tips. Really? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be the... I'm going to get a job. I'm going to be the shitty worker, and I'm going to put a tip jar, like, <laughs> in my cubby hole. <laughs> I'll do 75% of the workload, get zero raises as long as I can get $5 from everybody. <laughs> I want to be able to go into my performance review and be like, I'm not fucking Brett. You know what I mean? <laughs> this fucking guy doesn't do anything. He's starting a damn podcast and watching Breaking Bad back there. That's actually what he did for his last real job. Well, no, he got threatened by an old Texan, too, one time. Yeah, over magnets. <laughs> <laughs> I got shoved at that job, too, which is once again where I felt like, okay, now I'm going to shove you back later, but that's fine. 
It's better yeah. than being written up. I'd I rather have a being, shoving match. I I wish you could sign up for jobs where you shove or get physical. Because <laughs> like, I would take that over just getting yelled at all the fucking time, yeah. which has been my experience every time I've had a job. It's like, oh, fucking Brian's dicking around again. Yeah. Come into the office and yell at him. I yeah. tried to get fired at my last job. Like at that last cable job, I was like, I'm going to try and get fired. I'm going to see if I can go ahead and get myself fired. I fucking, <laughs> I didn't do shit for three months, right? Like I fucking, I wrecked this guy's siding on his house because I was out there doing game. <laughs> I fucking wrecked this guy, fucking wrecked a truck twice. I fucking lost all kinds. I was just giving shit away out of my truck. <laughs> well, I wasn't giving it away. I was getting Percocets in exchange. It was kind of a... <laughs> it was a great setup for me, actually, because I don't pay for cable stuff, but I do pay for Percocets, by the way. Anybody out here? <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, man, I, I was fucking up, and I go and sit down at the review, and he's like, Brian, you have been fucking banging off. Like, you're just killing it right now. We're going to give you a full raise. And then I fucking had to quit my job because I was like, fuck, they're not even going to fire me. I'll never get unemployment at this rate. It felt like they were punishing by, they were like keeping me employed just to punish me. You know? I don't know if that's possible though. That's not a route I would take with any job <laughs> if you're trying to get a raise. So... Well, you made an impact, though, in the workplace. I did make an impact. Thank you so much. I'm feeling real good about my uh, impact. My belly, actually, is what I'm feeling good about. Look at that thing. You think you were going to be wearing a bright pink shirt someday when you were a cable guy? On stage <laughs> in front of a bunch of people? Yeah, I know. I am wearing a pink shirt now, which me shows how far I've come. From my cable guy days where I would have beat me up, probably. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about boss write-ups at all? When she comes up here, man, okay, we're okay, let's shit. Do it. Come All on, right, let's so. have fun. Let's get a party going. Shit. All right. So, our special guest tonight is Ambria Taylor from the Season of the Bitch podcast. She's also a member of the Southside DSA. Are some of you in the DSA? Are some of you in the IWW? ISO? ISO is here. There's ISO people here? All right. PSL. They don't leave. They don't come to this show. They hate us. They would rather us be dead, actually. So uh, we're going to bring her up, see what her street fighting credentials are. Please give a big round of applause once again for Ambria Taylor. Oh, man, I hope she's not in the... Is she upstairs? Do I got to go upstairs? Nope, nope, I see her. Okay, good. Makes Woo! You guys got to make way, you know? This is, this is a big thing here. It's a mutual aid. That's you. Oh, sorry. I had an allergy attack. Me too. Yeah, I was like, I went upstairs, and I was like literally rooting around the cabinets for Claritin. <laughs> I was going to steal it from the hideout. That's not uh, <laughs> green room stuff. That's not in our green room. We don't keep those kind of drugs. Nothing okay. useful. 
I have some nasal spray Buckets if you want it because I'm cocaine. addicted to it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. I mean, does anybody got any cocaine for her? allergies? Jeez, that's what they used to prescribe in the twenties. They tell me it clears you out. It does. Well, it yeah. clears everything out. Clears out the cobwebs up in the head. It's great stuff. I'm feeling better now. I have the high of being on stage. Perfect. So, uh, do you, I, I want to? I wonder. Have you ever had a bad boss before? I know it's so rare around here. I was a high school dropout. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No brainwashing on this one. Where's, why? Why you got shoes on? She's fine with this. <laughs> All those bad bosses left a mark on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had a few different bad bosses. Um, I worked at an antique store run by a guy who was like in his 70s. Not that people in their 70s are inherently bad. They are. Oh, uh, yeah. But this is part. <laughs> There's a chance. If you're in your 70s, you're bad. I'm just trying to set the stage here. All yeah. Right? Racism well, is probably uh, a some factor of them, in that. Like, some of them cheered on those German shepherds. Yeah. yeah. His was, I ran the Germans. <laughs> Period. His favorite thing to say every time uh, anybody did anything for me, which was by force, he'd be like, hey, 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 let him move the box. And I'd be like, okay. Some guy would move the box and he'd be like, so much for women's lib. <laughs> Got you. He did. You should have told him, like, we're past that shit now, man. We're... I was like, what's women's lib? <laughs> It means I, I have to pick up boxes for you, and I hate it. It wasn't even him. <laughs> I love this guy. I, I hate him personally because he's racist. I've decided in my mind, and he also would, would make bad comments. So what kind of jobs have you done here, other than, like, the antique shop? Have you had any, like, weird jobs? Um, yeah, I've been a telemarketer. That's a good job. I was that. Wow, Ooh, big rounds. Uh, oh, hold on. They make them call. They make them make those calls. I'm going to put you in your place because you know what? I worked in telemarketing, and you know who most telemarketers are? Marketers are. Uh, they're on work release from prison. So think about that next time. I thought most of You're them were in a prison, actually. Like, work I thought release they... is being in prison. That's true. That's yeah. true. I can't yeah. go get drunk So after you're in work. prison, but you're put into like a different kind of facility in order to go work while you're in prison. But you Ugh. should still be mean to them a little bit. They know that's part of the job. You know what I mean? Like, I was a I was a tech support guy. I didn't do any marketing. But, like, I always just expected people were going to be mean to me because it's like, they're pissed. You know what I mean? Get, just yeah. yell at me. Get it out, buddy. Just go for it, you know? Yeah. I, I think overt aggression is better than uh, passive aggression or asking bra sizes. So oh. there's, <laughs> there's a gradient. That's a bump up. Yeah. Is that something that happened on the phone to you? Absolutely. Oh, I had, can I tell you what happened to me one time on the phone? Please real quick? tell me. Look into my eyes and tell I had me what a guy, happened. I had a fucking guy try to get special treatment from me by telling me he was John Michael Montgomery's brother. He's like a <laughs> country musician? He's like, you ever heard of John Michael Montgomery? He sings I Swear, and I'm like, no. yeah, I've heard of it. And he was no. like, I'm his brother, so can you let me talk to your manager or your best tech support Do you know like, who I am? Yeah, do you know who I am? VIP pass. To? I swear I'm his brother. <laughs> In the song. <laughs> so what did you actually do at this job? Uh, at the telemarketing job, uh, I didn't learn this. The first day I went in, it was 2008. It was a desperate time. Uh, I went all out, all the way out to uh, Niles, 
or something. Does anybody know where that is? Um, and uh, they put a script down in front of me, and, and it was like, Toys for Tots for Christmas. And they're like, this is a good cause. Here's your script. And what it, I, I really found out that actually what they were doing is they were buying radio airtime all over the United States and then uh, from radio stations. And then we would call, and we would say, hey, WXRT is running a public service announcement around checking for breast cancer. All the businesses are getting in on it. And then we would try to sell it to them for like three times the price. And it was 100% commission. Ah, oh, fucking, God. that's write your own paycheck shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I had one like that uh, when I sold leads where you would just call up and you had to like just steamroll them. You just keep talking louder than they're screaming back at you. Please stop fucking calling me. Uh, we actually did. They were like, they trained us. They said, like, what you do is you introduce yourself and you go right into their radio pitch. So you're like, and you have a fake name. I'm like, hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm calling on behalf of WXRT. We're running a campaign, and your ad would sound something like this. At the top of the hour, we want to let you know that Barry's auto sales are letting you, <laughs> are making you aware that you should check your titties. One in three women will develop breast cancer over the course of their lives. Uh, and they'd be like, ah, excuse and I'd be like, no, this is happening. How fucking bad. I hate that hard rock breast cancer. Like, the, the like, like, oh, check out the tatas, you know. Hey, juggle the titties around a little Save bit. Save them. It's like, fucking come on, man. Hey, ladies, you like to party, but guess who else likes to party? Breast cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's crazy. That's fucking, really by sad. the way, I'm fucking well, pissed that they weren't paying you DJ wages. Actually, they right, right. Were, you were doing the whole job. You did the whole. De you've been a DJ now. I was a darling of uh, the sales force, and I had a manager that had a, a money sign tattooed on his palm. And whenever you made a sale, you had to go up. You had to go up and put your sale up. And this was your money for the day, by the way, because they did not pay an hourly wage. And uh, the dude would be like, high five. And he had to high five the money sign on his palm. Oh, yeah. True story. I hate that Yeesh. guy. We, we, when I worked in a, like a boiler room situation, which was a bunch of phones set up with desks. And w on Fridays, we would have Red Bull girls come in. And the sales managers would be like, Brett, you need to pump up today. Here you go. Here's a boost. Take a boost. I'm like, I am not going to do this. I don't know if you all have seen the movie about telemarketing. But... Uh... <laughs> Not sorry to bother you. There's another one. But yeah, sorry to bother you is great. But uh, they used to do uh, coffee is for closers. We had like all the phones. They would like play through the speakers of the phones that would be with like clips from the coffee is for closers. <laughs> I hate movie quotes too. And I would be going fucking crazy if I worked at a company that just did movie quotes all day. You know, one dog looking one way, one dog looking the other. Guy in the middle, what do you want from me? That's Brett. He's the guy in the middle right now. That's what? a Goodfellas, right? I don't know that film. That's Goodfellas. You've never seen Goodfellas? I don't recall it. Oh, God. Where, where are your Midwestern roots? That's true. That's you're true. No, you're no, like, idiot man in the, between the age of, like, 29 and 45. <laughs> I'm a free thinker. You don't have a fucking man cave, do you? No, never. Barefoot men don't watch Goodfellas. No, they don't. <laughs> Quote it. It intimidates them, actually. 
So uh, we've got some we've got some boss write-ups here. Do you want to help us out with these? I would love to. And just so you know, if you want to ask a question, we're going to be doing that after this. So, or tell a story. We're going to try to bring the call-in show to the live element here. Please do not embarrass us. We went to Atlanta, Georgia, and they were so polite that they all just sat on their hands and didn't say a damn thing. Damn, so I don't think that's going to happen here. I just I, I'll go shake them down. I'll go shake. I've been a telemarketer. I'll make you talk. <laughs> I got some boss information here. The boss's name is Brian Lopez. That's his full name. That's his real name. He's not a Terry, okay? Uh, the man, he is a manager, and he did uh, client services. It said the type of warning is, uh, come on, uh, he had a false sense of superiority. He was frequently absent, just an overall shitty person, and brags about his wealth. Those are his marks against him. Uh, he constantly is late to work, to leave shortly after to work out the majority of the day. Refused allowing himself and his co themselves and him coworkers to switch teams that, because they were not social enough and didn't attend after work events. Oh, that's the worst! Yeah. I work here. I don't play basketball. Right? <laughs> you didn't hire me to be on your fucking intramural team. I'm not uh, a fucking ringer. I'm lazy. I, I actually I played kickball for my job, the boiler room call center job. And they brought their cooler friends to take up our spots. They were like, oh, we didn't think you were going to show up. Cooler? I like yeah, that they were cool. They were way cooler than Brett, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, they were, I mean, they were ringers for sure. Here's the other thing about Brian that, like, I, you're going to make me like him. You're going to make me fall in love with this Brian Lopez guy. He wore a Deadpool shirt every other day. <laughs> I need to know if it was like silk and button up. Was it like one of those really flashy ones? Well, I mean, you know, people are inspired by Deadpool. That's just the way things are. He's sassy, okay? <laughs> Deadpool is weird. My dad loved it. My dad lives in Ohio. He's it, very homophobic. <laughs> I was like, weird. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, that's what he. That's why I was thinking the Deadpool guy is probably like, why don't you come make like twisted jokes with me at the bar, you know? But I, uh, I don't know why it's so popular too with people that have completely horrible attitudes. Otherwise. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm a good. I'm glad open my dad's like he's bi. That's good. Right. You know, I don't. <laughs> I respect it. He kills people, so. <laughs> you know what? He's violent enough that it just kind of balances it all out. So here's one it is, uh, is a boss at a, at a restaurant. She's a caterer, which means you're probably getting yelled at a lot by him, I'm sure. Um, the uh, types of offense are hypocrisy, just an overall shitty person, racism, and nepotism, which is, that's the, that's the, like, that's basically all of the requirements of small business tyrant. <laughs> you open a small business, you get your sister to be the manager, and then you fucking scream at anybody that disrespects her, because that's your family. Give her three-hour breaks. They're in complete denial. <laughs> They're in complete denial of the fact that restaurant locations are perpetuating gentrification, and their their thing is like, ah, it'll blow over eventually. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when it's completely gentrified, you fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, they uh, complete disregard for Hispanic employees. They literally talk. She literally talks English to her employees when she knows they can't understand her. And then she also says, "This is the one right here. This will get you. This will get a hiss." Okay. Uh, I don't get it. It's not fair that everyone hates educated, well-off white people. <laughs> no! 
That's a bad boss. I'm so proud of these hisses. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, just be related to someone that owns a business like me. Jeez, <laughs> what the fuck, you know? I started this damn business, and now I can well, hire my, my, my sister. My family started this business. Uh, Nate says his their boss, uh, their boss Nate, is... Uh, Nepotism, racism. These, all these bosses are racist. Not enough sexists, really. They're probably all sexist too. I'm sure. Refuses to let underlings take vacation. Oh, I, I missed one. I'm sorry. They marked other under types of offenses, and it says flop sweat. Oh, I hate that. Well, okay. that's right. That's right what? below stinky breath. Like what when they have horrible coffee breath, and they're like, Brett, come in here. I need to talk to you real quick. Put their fucking arm around you. People with that breath always put their arm around you. It's the fucking worst feeling, man. Or when they, they do like, the head hold even, like even further. We're like, come here. Get on in. God, get in there. Get in my face. I love you. I hate you. You're doing terribly. I want to do some boss shit drunk on the clock, which cool. People like that. Cool. Although, but here's, here's where the problem comes in. Drunk off the clock and won't leave. Uh, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Wow. I, I had a boss. I worked at a, a, a clothing store, resale clothing shop. And on Friday or Saturday nights, after she was wasted, she would just roll up and start slinging boxes in the back room and just screaming and fucking cussing at everybody. Yeah. So I stole like $1,000 worth of stuff for that. Yeah. <laughs> Too, right? Yeah, the whole staff, we all quit together. This is what happened, and this is, this is in my problematic days. What happened was she came in one time super drunk, and we were all just standing around. And she said, Scatter! She told us to scatter. So then, like that weekend, my friend calls up and he says, Hey, nobody's open in the store tomorrow, and you can scatter on this dick. <laughs> Problematic fave. Yeah, hey, you know, that's back in the day, some of us were mean. Uh, we got Jill. Uh, the boss's rude nickname is fucking Jill. <laughs> I've worked with so many fucking names in my Oh, fucking Randy. Fucking Jerryana. <laughs> Jerryana? Yeah, she was awful. Yeah, fucking Matt, man, comes in here thinking he's going to fucking change everything. We've been doing it this way for fucking seven years. <laughs> uh, they went corporate at the cat. They work at a cat hospital. This person is frequently absent, a false sense of superiority, hypocrisy, and just an overall shitty person. And uh, they said, uh, went corporate, and then it says, see, the Mars family decided the cat hospital wasn't lucrative enough. Oh, imagine that. My cat hospital isn't making any fucking money. <laughs> I've got oh. a great investment opportunity for you. A cat hospital. It's all the rage. We, we need more cat hospitals. And, uh, of course, so, we have to poison all the cats. <laughs> that's what cat hospital just sounds like, a place where they stand in a back room and kill the cats, because that's usually what happens at those places. The cat's got to go, man. He's got some disease. Oh. I don't fucking kill cats. I've never killed a cat in my life. Cat okay. lovers, they're everywhere. An injury to gumball is an injury to all. Doesn't he hate gumball? He hates gumball. He Gumball's hates gumball. a stupid I fucking asshole. Somebody probably brought a cat. That's probably why I'm having an allergy attack. Someone has their fucking cat in here right now. 
Has anybody heard about what Gumball did to Brett's succulents? <laughs> what about when he peed on Brett's bed? I'm Brett's friend. Fuck Gumball, you know? We've lost them to the cats. It's I'm going to pee on fucking gumball. Next week, tune into the basement shop pissing on fucking gumball. Come and get me. Uh, so, they, so Jill held a meeting where she told the five minimum wage employees that they would be responsible for, for reviewing the practices, finances, and presenting a long-term profitability solution in seven days. That's, <laughs> fucking Jill is right! Fucking Jill! Jill. Fucking Jill, what? What the fuck, Jill? <laughs> Thank you, Carl, for that. What a fucking asshole Jill is. All research was to be done on their own time. <laughs> Did anybody go in and be like, we should go poison some cats, man. They drum up some business. <laughs> that would have been my fucking long-term solution. I'd be like, let's just put some antifreeze out in front of the cat hospital. They'll come through and then we'll heal them. Everyone will sue the cat hospital. I mean, it is a great solution. <laughs> That's capitalism, people. That's just what we have to do. It's easier to run blame us. Blame the system. Right. It's easier to run a scam <laughs> business. So the boss's manager here is Todd. <laughs> Todds are bad. Yeah. Todds are bad. Todds. I don't know. Not any many Todds. good Todds out there. <laughs> Unless there's one in the building. Yeah, oh, there's one back you. there. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. No, you, know you don't what? get a pass. Don't, don't listen these, to them. Don't let these people get you down, Todd. <laughs> Go with like 1D or something or AWD. <laughs> <laughs> Go a step further. Call yourself Toe. <laughs> the boss's name is Off Fuckies Here. <laughs> Uh, the types of offenses are, oh, this one we haven't seen yet. Throwing you under the bus, which is the yeah. fucking thing. That gets me every time. They're like, oh, fuck, I, I don't know. I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> Jeez, this must be employees. Uh, nepotism, false sense of superiority, sexism. He's a hard ass, of course. Uh, so his boss, so Todd married into wealth and bought their mellow mushroom. <laughs> he He came in coked up all the time and would hit on all the servers, male or female, constantly. They got mad at me for... Deadpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy loves Deadpool. This guy is the biggest Deadpool. And they got mad at this person for uh, taking off for their grandma's funeral, which is that's against the rules of fucking working in a business for shit. Fuck you, Todd. Fuck Todd. This boss's name is Fritas. Uh, every horrible, his manager description is people, every people horrible. People know them. Yeah, every horrible kitchen boss you've had, and, and his, this person's job is dishwasher and pizza guy. Uh, 
So uh, he was loud and angry, false sense of superiority, sexism, hard ass, and just an overall shitty person. By the way, false sense of superiority seems like the main thing, and that is like that is like a kitchen thing. Like I think that's like a pizza. I've never worked with a pizza guy that didn't just think he was better than me. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, you own a pizza shop. Damn. Right. Anybody can make pizza, right? right? You're not groundbreaking. Lou Malnati makes pizza, right? He's a dumbass. I'm sure, right? Is he a dumbass? So this, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I bet you he voted for, I bet Lou Malnati voted for Trump. I'm almost <laughs> sure of that. <laughs> he would call this person at nine in the morning in the summer, this was my high school job, telling me to come into work, was generally repellent, would threaten to take my pay on most days if I didn't do, his, do it his way. He generally harassed all the non-male workers and would wear a gold chain with a bootleg Mustang logo on it. Okay. You know, <laughs> bootleg Mustang logos are fucking cool, okay? Yeah, why you gotta bring his clear sense of fashion into this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this cool fucking guy that gets a gold chain. If you're trying to knock somebody down, don't compliment them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now I'm gonna go buy a Mustang chain because I know that they exist. Make Ready sure it's to got do the, some nepotism. Yeah, make sure it has the cuts in it, though, so you can see the gold. Hell yeah, man. Make sure it turns your neck green, too. That's always important. You get the gold that turns your neck green. That We used to fucking, like, back when I was in high school, everybody wore necklaces. Like, you had to have, like, a herringbone. I'm Groport, Ohio. You know, this is just the thing, okay? All the rednecks had herringbones or uh, Gucci links or something like that on, and you used to just walk up behind them in class and like flip it up a little bit to see if there was green in it. No shit, if their neck was green, it was fucking the best day ever. <laughs> Make fun of people's cheap ass fake gold. <laughs> this is why I don't wear jewelry now because I'm like afraid somebody's gonna check, like bust my balls. One day, uh, this is the boss's name is Gene and their rude nickname is Spike. <laughs> That's a cool nickname. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, one, I had a, I had a, uh, this boss that just came out of nowhere. We called him the docker. Because he would always say, hey, if you don't get this done, we're going to dock your pay. And I'm like, <laughs> he has no, he had no authority to do that whatsoever. And could never, that could never fucking happen at this warehouse I was at. But he would always tell us he was going to dock our pay. <laughs> oh, this is from Lindsay, I believe. Old Lens on Twitter. One of our favorite people. Uh, boss and manager is named Gene and it's Spike and one day when they were severely understaffed and everyone was stressed and busting their asses she left for three hours and came back with a tattoo <laughs> that is so fucking funny I hope it was like a fucking one of those tattoos that says like money never sleeps or something like that. it was probably a Mustang logo Porky Pig or a Winnie the Pooh or yes, something yes. like that. Tweety Bird. I, oh, I love those. Those are good tats. Bart Simpson I, on the belly button bending <laughs> over. <laughs> I've never seen that one, but now I'm going to go get it while it's, we're on the road. That could be a monkey. Things are gonna, tattoo. <laughs> things are going to go crazy. on <laughs> Monster Energy logo. Okay. No, no, no. No, no skin peeled back to reveal the Monster Energy logo. <laughs> I'm a fucking caffeinated monster inside. 
You think I look put together? No, I'm not. I'm fucking nuts under this skin. I'm a mess. Uh, the boss's name is Jeff Bezos. Piss. <laughs> Look, if you guys want to yell kill him, you can do that at this show. This is not fucking Twitter, okay? <laughs> Kill Jeff Bezos! 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 Kill Jeff For the people in the back! Jeff Bezos! Kill Jeff Bezos! What's this motherfucker been up to? We've done 50 shows and that was the best moment. Thank you for that. Just yelling to kill somebody feels good. Fucking City. beautiful people. Thank you for this. This person was a temp, this person was a temp at Amazon Warehouse in Virginia. Every Yeehaw. Everyone who had gone permanent from temp has gotten injured, so they did 30 seconds of stretching before a <laughs> dead minimum. Come on, hurry up, hurry up. We've got orders to fill. Stretch real quick. Jeff Bezos is trying to invent a stretching machine. <laughs> Just lay down and put your feet and your arms in here, and I'll crank this for <laughs> you real quick. Actually, you attach each leg to a horse, and then they run in opposite directions. <laughs> the, uh, so they give him 30 seconds of stretching before a six-hour picking session and each 10-hour shift in a box of brake pads. So there was a bar, uh, they fell on their head, so... Don't go there, okay? Don't go. Don't work there. I love you guys. Uh, so I think we're gonna. Oh, thank you. That was my wife. I think it's time to let these people answer. Ask us questions. Sure, okay, tell a story. Think? We've got uh, our sound guy Jordan here with with the wireless mic, so he'll be coming through the crowd. If you have, if you want to share, just put your hand up. He'll find you. Oh no, no hands are going. Oh, we got some people back there. Yeah, man, people will share. These are these guys are wild over here. Okay. I'm gonna hold this very far away from. Hello, how are you guys doing? Good. Great. So far, so good. All right. So I used to be a manager at GameStop. Boo, Dad! You gotta boo it. Sorry. You know, you have class consciousness. Every one of those I deserve. Okay. Do not get it twisted. So every time that someone would come in with a PS3 or, or like an Xbox 360, I would immediately have this moment of panic because we 
give like ten dollars cash uh, for an Xbox 360 right. or a PS3. So I have these guys screaming at me during the holidays. I am like five eight, maybe a buck fifty. So I have all these like grown ass adults screaming at me. And it's just like, man, I make $11 an hour. I am not about this. Scream at me all you want, but you are not gonna get what you want from me. I cannot authorize $30. Trust me, I will get fired. <laughs> yeah. I think I think at that point what I would do is start a console say a console sales consulting firm. <laughs> Where you could say, let's go to my other office where I can show you they're getting fabulous prices for these things on eBay. And you only owe me, f what's that? I love it. Yeah, you owe, just get five bucks, you know, get, cut me in on that a little bit. That sucks. Or you give them $10 and you take the Xbox home. <laughs> She's smart. We. We, I, I had the same thing when I worked at that used clothing store. People would like drive all the way there and be like, we can't take any of their clothes. And they're like, I spent gas money to get here. And it's like, I still can't take your clothes. <laughs> Sorry, dude, I can't take your fucking clothes. Yeah. Sure. Not worth $10. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I mean, the amount of game systems I've had to sell to pay an electric bill, I really... I feel on their side of that, too. Like, fuck, man. I, oh, man, we'll take the PlayStation. We'll take the Wii in. They'll give us 60 bucks, and we won't got it covered. And then they're like, i give you 10 bucks for that. And you're like, okay, well, that's fucking 50 away from what I need. <laughs> I sincerely believe my scratch-up CD of Crash Bandicoot was worth more. <laughs> yeah, it's now it's vintage. Thank you. Thank you. Um... Anybody else got uh, any terrible managers here that want to tell a story? <laughs> we got a guy up here. Management is yeah, management shitty. Is hello, hello. Howdy. Um, I got a dare story, and I guess Ooh. like a similar shitty family story. But first, I want to say shout out to any and all straight edge street fighters. Solidarity with our drug-induced and alcohol-soaked comrades. <laughs> so, uh, just wanted to get that out there. Thanks for being um, here. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, this is not necessarily my story. I'm tangentially, you know, related to it. Um, this is really my cousin's story, to be honest with you. Um, her dare officer ended up marrying her mother. <laughs> um, probably the year after we all graduated from dare. Um, so, I mean, what... You, you know, you get the familial aspect of having a police officer in the family at that point. That's all kind of expected. Um, but the real story comes at one, I believe it was Christmas, where he decided to show his, um, like, squads uh, super cut of them doing drug busts in the suburbs. Um, he was a Carroll Stream police officer. Um, Clearly, we all know Bartlett is the superior town in that area. I'm um, booing. I, I just booed because he's a police officer. But to like, give I don't you know what that bit, is, but... To give you a little bit of information of what's in the video, it was like stock metal music, um, them doing very simple drug busts. As you'd expect, this is pre-Facebook, so it would have been the very like small 
uh, like, you know, Reggie's that you'd see in like Facebook posts and things like that. Um, and them like slamming dudes up against the car. And thankfully the bulk of the family thought it was fucking bizarre. Um, and they, it, it, it was constant, like the squad's name, Doomeg, like just in between every clip. So it was like, Doomeg, Doomeg, Doomeg. Doomeg? Uh, like, Doomeg, it's like DuPage something. Oh, I was thinking like a black egg that you don't What's know what the, the fuck is going to come out of it. Shout I out to any D.A.R.E. graduates here, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. I graduated D.A.R.E., you know? This guy holding a dime bag with let the bodies hit the floor playing. <laughs> fuck, what is this? Oh, I found it. <laughs> Some P.O.D. <laughs> That's perfect. Before I could love Praise you. Praise the Lord. And who's got the mic here? Mikey boy. Hello. Hey, I know you. Okay, um, I'm actually going to tell you the name of the company that I work for. Name and name! Woo! Uh, we have a billboard on the 294, and it's Cremation Society of Illinois. <laughs> Been waiting for someone to call them out. You're familiar with Doomags then, I'm sure. What a fucking okay, so, weird thing to advertise, like on a billboard. I know, and the and the billboard, it's got this um, like elderly couple, and underneath it just says, "We chose cremation." <laughs> you know, like last last week we went to the zoo, and this week we chose cremation. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm the the manager, whatever that means, um, at one of our locations. How many managers listen to Street Fight? Mad ones. They're <laughs> mad as hell at us all the time. I, I am not a licensed funeral director. Okay, um, okay. I'm just a person who actually does homework. Okay. When we're supposed to be. Anyway, um, so I have two stories, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the, the hardcore one. Um, so in, 20, in December of 2014, I had a miscarriage. I know, I know. Lots of people have them. It's very, very common. Um, but we have a we have a daughter and and she's two and a half and she's lovely and anyhow. Um, <laughs> Woo! Mine's mine sleeping through the show over here. <laughs> anyhow, so um, anyway, it was the middle of December when I had this miscarriage and it was very terrible and and so forth and I'm sure someone in the audience here has had one and it's it's bad, but um, physically anyway I was doing. Fine. And I, I told my um, my manager, Vicky... Um, Fucking Vicky. I know, I know. That um, that I, I had lost a pregnancy and that I needed the day, the, that Friday off, to have what's called a DNC where they remove the tissue from your body. Um, and she, I asked her, because it was the middle of December, if I could have used one of the either the sick or vacation, I didn't care which, days from the next year... Because it was only like two weeks until 2015, and I said, "Can I just use one of those days just to, to you know, for for this day, so that I can go have this procedure?" Um, by the way, this bitch is a mother, so anyhow, Vicky. Yeah, mothers Ooh, need to Vicky. stand up for each other, and um, she said, "No, we can't do that." So. I mean, I'm not Christian, you know, but it was the quote-unquote Christmas season, and I had just lost a pregnancy that I really wanted, and um, I just lost pay that day. I had to go and have this procedure. 
um, because she wouldn't let me dip into the next year's vacation or sick time. Fucking Vicky, what a monster. Fuck Vicky. I know. Her name is Vicky Grantham, and I got a million of these. <laughs> I'm putting a curse on Vicky Grantham tonight. Yep. All right, all right. I'm Beth. I got a good quitting story here for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is uh, this is like a year and a half ago, but I'm no, I'm just now starting to recover from it. You know. Um, okay, so I was I was well. I was in college before I dropped out. I was working in restaurants for years. How many of you have been to uh, Whisk or Son of a Butcher, these restaurants in Chicago? All right. Well, you're going to take that back. Uh, name okay. and names. Name and names. All right. The owner of that restaurant, his name is Ricky, and he's a piece of shit. All right? Fuck Ricky. <laughs> Fuck Ricky. Fucking Ricky. All right, so An adult Ricky, that goes by Ricky, by the way. Is like, <laughs> yeah, what's right. that about? Come Tells on, Ricky. half of what you need to know. Yeah, I know. Every <laughs> time somebody's like, oh, hey, I'm Ricky, I'm like, fuck, don't hit me, all dude. All right. <laughs> so, all right, so this is, the, this is the kind of guy, you know how at the end of the night, like, at some restaurants, you get, like, you get your tips for even your credit card payments, and you got to, like, take your receipt, and you're like, here's how much I made, and he gives you cash or whatever. This is the kind of guy who every single fucking time, without fail, would crumple it up and throw it at you and make you walk out, come back in, just as like the stupid little power ritual for him. And it was like that, just like- Oh relentless. God, wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to be, as a, is that a joke? Is that like teasing you or something? In maybe like some weird twisted world. Yeah, yeah. You, I guess. <laughs> I'm just wondering how you can get away with that for long enough. Well, who's to tell him no? <laughs> right, good point. <laughs> he owns the place. <laughs> so, so then eventually he'll like pull out this like wad of hundreds and he'll like give you, your money or whatever. Um, so there was that, and then just like relentless sexual harassment and sexual assault, all you know, all normal restaurant shit, which you know, great, woo. Um, so okay, so eventually a few months pass, and there's like this whole saga. You know how restaurants will like hire people from other restaurants when the other ones in inevitably close down and everyone moves to a different one. Um, so I was working there with like a bunch of my friends at this point. And uh, it, was, it was the Christmas season, and uh, it was actually Christmas Eve, uh, the day this all went down. Yes. Um, so, so Christmas Eve rolls around, and, and my friend, uh, who was a bartender, who was 19 at the time, uh, I had given him, like, my uh, whatever. Um, so he was a bartender at, at 19 at this restaurant, and um, he, like, had the gall to stand up to Ricky for for saying, and I quote, uh, you're my employee, I own you. <laughs> yeah, so that's really fucking, yeah, yeah. If you, I, I don't know if you guys know a lot about interacting with people, but uh, that's not really nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, that's also not the, like, deal there either. Yeah. Like, this yeah. guy yeah. thinks he right. hires it's you. Not the that's not the deal. It's not like, oh, you, I, I, I just hired you. Now I own you. Yeah. You're mine. Yeah, that's how that works. That's I'm your ward. Works. You're yes. my son now. Thank you. So, so, so uh, this, this, my friend has, has the gall to stand up to him and say, hey, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Obviously, you know what anyone would say. Yeah. And uh, he's like, go home. Get out of here. Go home uh... for the day. And uh, we were like, if you send him home, we're all going to walk, like everyone yeah. here. Yeah. And, uh, which is like the... Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, it's the reasonable thing to do. So it's it's me, his his sister is also working there, these friends. Like, we've known each other since high school. So we were like, fuck you, dude. And they're like, you understand if you walk out of here, this is the end of your employment. And we're like, yes, we know that. It's also the end of your restaurant, you yeah, motherfucker. Fuck you. No, they're still there. They're still there. Hey um, Ricky, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and leave, but you still own me. I want you to know that. <laughs> So, okay, so we were, we all, so it was Christmas Eve, so we were actually later that day going to go see all of our parents, so we have, like, all of our, like, luggage and everything ready to go, so he's like, do you have anything left to say to me, and I'm like, yeah, you're a piece of shit, fuck you, you treat people like garbage. And then I got my roller back suitcase and I walked to my tables and I said, I quit. And I went home. And then, uh, yeah, then we went to Walgreens. We got like three bottles of $4 champagne and we got fucking drunk. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw you at the Jackalope Cafe earlier today. Oh, we were both there. Yeah, hey. Well, thank you all for being here and sharing with us. We really appreciate it. I hope you've had fun tonight. Can we get a big round of applause for Ambry again? She did a great job. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. You're wonderful. Uh, So we are going to go ahead and shut this thing down. We'll be hanging out in the bar and out front. So if you want to stick around for a minute, we'd love to talk to all y'all. Shake your hand, say hello. We are Street Fight Radio. Peace. Peace.